the two most successful teams in the UK, millions of fans worldwide, and brought to you by a pair of f***ing wolves. It's the Red Side Rivals Social. Hello everyone and welcome to the Red Side Rivals Social, where we talk everything, news, banter and debate on Manchester United and Liverpool. I am Brad, your co-host, and with me as ever is the Mr. Marvellous Lee Boy. Hello there. Just a normal hello Just there. Just a normal hello this week. <laughs> cool. One has been slated for saying hello there, boy Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on one of the episodes I think he says that he's boy huge toy or something. <laughs> Let's confirm that was not correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're here for game week six. Game week six. I really, to be honest, I don't even want to record this. I can tell by your voice, mate. You seem down. Do you want to talk about it? No, that's exactly not what it's I like, want to do. We can't have another 32 weeks of you going, oh, I, can't, I don't want to talk about it with shit. We can't. So, <laughs> it looks like there's going to be. Let's change the attitude. Why don't you change your allegiances to Spot Liverpool, mate? Shut up, let's move on. <laughs> um, last week we did a little European special, which was Quite nice. We record. We had a change of scenery. We actually recorded that around uh, Lee Boy's house, where he attempted to make a lasagna for us. <laughs> How did that and go? I gave you the shits for the week. <laughs> yeah, shits. <laughs> it was shite. I apologise. You're cooking next time. Yeah. So it's all about the news. What's the latest bit of news then? What's the freshest bit? Well, it won't be fresh by the time I've edited this and got it out. But... Uh, well, the fresh news bit. Do you want to dive into the old FIFA awards? Yeah, go on. It was yesterday, so... So what did United play then? Well, shut up. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, um, Van Dijk was nominated along with Messi and Ronaldo for outfield player of the year. Yeah. And of course he didn't win it. So I think this tournament, not this tournament, this actual award has been going since 2016. Ronaldo's won the first two. So inevitably, they're always going to give Messi one, weren't they? So Why, I, get, I don't know. So I get like, this is from memory, I think Messi's in 50 games scored 51 goals last year, which is obviously amazing. Yeah. But what, what did he influence Barcelona to do? What did Barcelona really win other than the domestic league, which inevitably they're going to win every year? It's just, it's ridiculous. So he's not really done anything to inspire his team. And if you look at Van Dijk, from what he achieved last year Champions League Super Cup came second in the Premier League just I think he inevitably deserved it but he didn't win it did he so yeah I'm very upset about that and then obviously um, Alisson won goalkeeper of the year another great achievement for him yeah he's obviously going to get that yeah so that adds to Champions League Copa America Golden Boot for the Premier League for clean sheets Golden Boot Golden Gloves rather oh right okay he's going to say top scorer yeah (laughs) (laughs) Copper America, best goalkeeper, UEFA goalkeeper of the season. So this goes on, so he's had a good season, hasn't he? And then Jurgen Klopp won coach of the year, didn't he? He did, yeah. So how do you feel about that? What have you got to say about that? Anything? Mm. Do you agree, disagree? No. Any better candidates? Yeah. Who? I don't Pep. know. Anyone but him. Pep? Pep, no. I don't like Pep either. He's a fucking bellend as well. Yeah. And then, obviously, the end, the end product was they announced the Team eleven. The Thief Pro 11. The Thief Pro 11. So, in goal, they had Allison, inevitably. Marcel left back. That's a joke. I don't agree so with much that pa- whatsoever. There's so much pandering to certain players and certain teams by FIFA. It's a joke. Well, if you if you actually look at the team, there's three Real Madrid players in there. Mad- Modric was what? in it? So, yeah, there's four. 
But um, I think Hazard was obviously at Chelsea, wasn't he? So you can forgive that one at the time. So I'm guessing that it's got to be Alisson, Van Dijk, De Ligt, right? De Ligt, yeah. Ramos. So out of those four, I agree with three. Marcelo would replace him with Andy Robinson, if I'm honest. Yeah. After the season he had. In midfield, they've gone for Hazard, yeah. De Jong. The one that was at Ajax. Mm. He's now at Barca. And Modric. Modric. It's a joke, that. Yeah. Don't agree with that. Um, and then up front, Ronaldo, Messi and Mbappe. So again, it picks itself, doesn't it, really? Yeah. So for me, it wasn't the best 11, but obviously FIFA do what they want, don't they? Yeah. Absolutely what they want. So uh, what about you, mate? Any news United? Well, related? actually, before before we move on there, Salah um, and Mane not being in there. Did you hear what Eto said before? So yeah. he got he got interviewed before he went in. You know, like on the red carpet and that as they're walking in. And she said, who do you think... She, she said... <laughs> Yeah, she, the woman that was interviewing him said, um, I know he's not a woman. I'm aware that he's a male footballer. He's a male man. Um, yeah, the woman said to him, who do you think should win it? Like Van Dijk, Messi or Ronaldo? And he said, Mane or Salah. Is that what he said? He went, he went, I think Mane or Salah would, should win it, but they're not in there. And then just walked off. It's mad, there's actually not, not one African player in there, actually. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that was, the, that was a really good night for all United fans, the FIFA Awards. I think like, like most things this season, you just deny everything, aren't you? Forget last season happened. Forget this season happened. Forget. <laughs> Think about next year. I might just keep pretending that we've still got Fergie. <laughs> Why don't you start watching the championship, mate? <laughs> just get used <laughs> to next season. <laughs> right, any other news, mate, in relation to the old FIFA announcements? I don't think it was anything else, was there? Uh, yeah, it's got quite a bit. Was there? Yeah. Go on, what happened, what's happening at United, mate? What positive so, news can you give me? None, really. Lindelof's just been offered a five-year contract, which is disgraceful. <laughs> so we've offered basically every centre-back in the world a new contract, except for the only one that I half like, which is Rojo. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Lindelof's got a new five-year deal. I mean, I'm not even asked how much money he's on. No. Yeah, so he's got a new contract. Squad player goals. Yeah. Speaking of new deals, Roy Keane signed a permanent deal now with Sky, hasn't he? Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. And he was absolutely... Rail roasting the United States. He rail roasts everyone, doesn't he? But yeah, I probably agree with him to be honest. With half the stuff he said on um, about the West Ham game, but he also rail roasted um, uh, Carragher, didn't he? When he was saying that <laughs> Carragher was going about on about how like how like what yeah he was going on about how one player coming in can like make your team like totally different and make them so much better. And then he was let's look at Liverpool when Suarez came in that they nearly won the title. <laughs> like he was like. They nearly won the title. He just <laughs> absolutely stone-faced, just burnt him <laughs> completely. That was really funny. That is it. Mourinho also signing up like a one-time contract as well with him with Sky because he was on the. I don't team. know. I don't know. To be honest, he's he's not. I don't think he's per, he's a permanent pundit for it's him. Not a permanent think. fixture. He <laughs> just does what he wants. Yeah, basically does, doesn't he? He was at the FIFA Awards, wasn't he? When he was getting asked by that woman if he was going to manage the World Eleven. So really for right? when they're playing against the aliens. Like they say, the whole thing was shit. She just, the woman started talking well, about had 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 interplanetary ones, teams. Right? She was like, inevitably, we're going to start playing other planets, and um, we've got some great players to represent Earth. Uh, who do you think should be the manager? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck what is going on here? Yeah, what is going on here at all? But yeah, that that, that happened. That actually happened. Yeah, Skulls has made some comments on Pogba when he was at a pro am. You have to say. He was basically slating him, saying how he thinks he should go and he wouldn't be too bothered if he went because he's not been that good. He doesn't. He's not consistent enough. He doesn't play good enough for enough of the time. 
which is hard to disagree with, but he's like a world-class player, isn't he? I'm always on the fence with Pogba because I just don't know how to how to feel about it. I feel like we've missed him since he's not been here. What, his influence in midfield and oh, yeah. attitude. Just he's, <laughs> he's the only creative player we've got. There's just zero creativity in our team. Like, literally, zip, zero. And there's no characters in our team, and he's got a little bit of character. Granted, not on the pitch; it's mainly off it. But you just like a bit of leadership. It's just—it's hard. It's—it's it's a hard one for me because he, I hate to—I'd hate him to leave. At the same time, I wouldn't mind if he left. So I'm always on the fence. I don't really have a definitive answer on Pogba. Like, I think he's class, world class, but only when he wants to be. It's weird. It's, it's when he, it's when he weird chooses to be, isn't it? Yeah. Like, would he be unreal with like a few? better players around him because let's be fair the players around him are just if you were that good and you when you play footy and you're playing with a load of shit players you just like <laughs> every Tuesday <laughs> what the fuck's going on <laughs> <laughs> you're just like what you just you get annoyed don't you and yeah I don't know but I, I'd have to probably agree with Scholes' comments to be fair he isn't good enough he isn't consistent enough he's good enough he just isn't consistent enough so. if he doesn't see his future at United he just needs to be honest with himself doesn't he and but, the club and let United move forward. I think he'll go in the summer, yeah. That's that's what they're asking him. You think he'll go in the summer? And he said, yeah. He said they should just get rid of him. He reckons we could get a, de- a better replacement, but you could get you could definitely get a player that'd work harder. Whether you could get someone with that quality, I don't know. Well, like to touch on that, I was going to bring in some Liverpool news, go on, and we've been linked with James Madison at Leicester. Well, that's never. And, and obviously, off air, you said that he's a huge United fan. Yeah. So. If he Pogba was to go, would you be happy with him coming in? Hundred percent, yeah. Obviously. obviously, he's got a lot of creativity, has he? Yeah, he's got his box to box, got a lot of goals, good, good with free kicks. Yeah, yeah. He's creative. His attitude's right. It's exactly what we need, and we've been linked with him for next summer. Him and um, somebody else, which names slipped from mind, but yeah, we were obviously, we've been linked with him as well in a, in a few little articles. So, eighty yeah. million's a bargain, really. He's a Germany. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a bargain, but it's like the going rate now, isn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I mean. So you, you've got you've got to pay it. Look how much you pay for Harry Maguire. Yeah, like if you were to sign in, they've actually took you to the clean something. Hundred and seventy million for two of the, the squad players. Yeah, I know. Crazy, but I think he's never going to move on to bigger and better things. So it's just a matter of who. Yeah, he's not going to go abroad, is he? So he's going to end up at one of the top six. And if he is a United fan, it's probably going to be United. You'd have to stretch that to top eight, then. Top eight. <laughs> Maybe top top ten. ten. Just say top half, just to cover <laughs> ourselves. Honestly, mate, it's okay. <laughs> Shut Trans- up. Transitional period. Things will be good again in 10 years. Uh, Ever is back at United, which is good. In what capacity? So I don't know if I mentioned it last week or not on the on the full podcast. So he's doing his coaching badges. So he's doing them at Carrington. So he's in and around the club a lot. He's been watching the under-18s and giving the 18s advice and stuff. And after the obviously dismal performance at the weekend by United, he's come out and said, like, will Manchester United let me help them? I think he wants to be part of the backroom staff or the coaching oh, okay. staff or something. But when United gave Daniel James his Player of the Month award, Everett gave it to him because he's obviously at the club. And um, yeah, all right there, <laughs> Strugg- be quiet struggling to drink a water. <laughs> and he was saying to Dan James, like how you, it looks like you really understand this club and you know what it is to play for United. You work hard uh, and you understand basically what United should be about and all this. So. I just love how passionate Everest still is about United and I think it'd be... I'm just glad to, to see someone still like that around United. Yeah. I think he's, he's just very inspiring. He's infectious. He's a bit like Jürgen Klopp. 
you, know, you see some of the videos he posts online he just doesn't take himself very seriously does he <laughs> no have you seen him I love this game <laughs> I just think he'd be a good life coach for a lot, a lot of your academy kids like to teach him and educate him like yeah. you're not entitled to this money you're not entitled to yeah. have the it's just good to like gods as footballers aren't you especially United with all the money that they get so I think it'd be good to have every Premier League team or any, any team that's in the higher divisions around the world I think you need people like that to educate the young kids coming through to say that this isn't forever you've got a very short career what 10 to 12 years so you need to make the most of it so if you're not actually getting game time or educating it at the bigger clubs go down the leagues and actually start lower tiers and work your way back up yeah struggling Whereas, tonight you're right I'm struggling with <laughs> keep whacking my arms and legs <laughs> for balls but yeah I think it'd be a good idea mate I think it'd be great to bring him back. Mm. I mean, I'm not asked about any of that that you just said, but just for the fact that he loves United. <laughs> because I feel like United's DNA is getting more and more diluted the more further away we get from from when Fergie from was Fergie. there. And it's just nice to see somebody that still has that enthusiasm around the club and it pained me for people to not remember that. Yeah, I'm in such a sombre mood tonight because I've got to discuss this game. De- absolutely deflated. I know, me, it's it? horrible. It's horrible. It was four days ago. Yeah, it wasn't. It was three. <laughs> there two. you go. One. Blast <laughs> A year ago. <laughs> I wish it was. But yeah, so it's just nice to see someone like that with the enthusiasm around still. So. Bring it back into your first team. What <laughs> was this? That I- <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. You get a game. It's better than Luke Shaw. What was this that happened with Andy Robertson? On Twitter. Yeah, well, it was surrounding his fans, own fans, fucking criticizing. Yeah, well, were they fans? Oh, that's the thing. It's just like trolls online, well, isn't it? In inverted commas, fans. Yeah, yeah. I think at, like on, after the game against Napoli, he made a very rare mistake and gave away the penalty. And by all which all is means, dubious, that is his standards. The way he plays for the last two years, he's not. He wasn't at his best. So people were just like trolling him and slating him, saying that he wasn't good enough and blah blah blah. You know all that shenanigans. Like, mad people that. online. Absolutely mad. And, uh, and Andy Robinson just. Decided to delete his Twitter and cause a massive stares if like he was He's really on social media and bothered by it. And obviously the next day he reactivated his account and made an absolute joke out of it. Yeah. We're just like it's childish, is it? Like I don't get I don't I don't do it personally. Like yeah. if any of the players play terribly, you support them, you'll boom. It's like wasn't there an instance at was it Everton this weekend or something where they were booing the players at half time or full time? Like, you get behind your team, you don't Boo them. No, as much as you're, yeah. you're, you're angry and annoyed because your team's got beat, but you don't boo them. What, what's that going to do for the confidence? But Andy Robinson was just an absolute joke, wasn't it? Yeah. Madness. Did you see? Did you see the little clip of Phil Jones after the United game? <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Yeah, the mouth reading. You're getting sacked in the morning. You're getting sacked in the morning. You're on camera. Stop. <laughs> Unbelievable. Did they bring an excuse to say what they were talking about or anything? Nothing's come out at all. No madness. Maybe that. thought they weren't seen. What do you? Um, what's your thoughts on that? I know you're going to touch on the game. Do you think he's in trouble? Who? Phil Jones. Not Phil Jones. Um, Ollie. No, I don't think he is. Do you not? Do you think his job's safe yet? At least a season to see how he gets on. Well, that segues nicely into what I was going to read out next. I mean, I was going to do it after the review, just um, just kind of summarise the game, but I'll I'll read it out now. So obviously, after United's game, which we all know was was a, just terrible. There was a lot of open criticism towards United, like all the pundits were like going in. Everyone on Twitter, social media was all going in and obviously a lot of rumours in the papers and everything about what's going to happen, the trouble that United are in and blah, blah, blah. And this happens, this can happen to any club, can't it? Spurs yeah, are going yeah. through a similar thing. But what was really weird was clubs don't tend to 
comment do they it'll just be it'll kind of be left and then the manager in the press conference before the next game will then answer a few questions yeah, yeah. about it and usually deny it and all that but the club's actually released a statement in regards to everything that's been said I'll give you the statement. So the statement says, everyone at the club from the owners down is focused on competing for and winning trophies at the highest level. To do that, we have invested heavily in the playing squad and will continue to do so. At the same time, the exciting pool of talent coming through from our youth and academy sections is a result of increased investment in this area over the last five years. It's important to note that while our successful commercial operation helps drive that investment, the priority is the focus on achieving success on the pitch. Similarly, it is worth noting that we are not looking at or buying players based on their commercial appeal. We agree that recruitment is critical, we are committed to getting this right and there has been huge investment in this area to put our recruitment department into a position to be able to deliver the manager the players he wants. This process is significantly more effective than four or five years ago. So they've come out and basically said, it's we know what we're doing. Project. Yeah. Well, I can't remember, I think it was Neville on Sky Sports was saying the other day. They really need to think of a long-term project now. I don't think a short-term. Like you need to accept that for the next year or two. The problem you is... You're not going to the standard you expect. Yeah. The problem is, and I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of doing this, is... We compare United to what United were, but United aren't that anymore. No. You've but it's hard on. to football's moved on. It's hard to not when you know how good we can be and were to see us like against West Ham. That was just But you you've got the foundations, mate. And then you've got a massive stadium, massive fan base. It's just and you just haven't got players that care at the moment. Yeah. And I, I know that's very unfair to say because obviously there probably is some players in your squad that do care, but inevitably there's a lot that don't. They're just there for the money and well, it would name. seem that they don't. Yeah, from what you see on the pitch. Yeah, and I think you made the mistake last year where you brought Pogba in, you brought Sanchez in, who are two massive names and commercially for shirt sales and stuff. Well, that was like three years ago for Pogba, wasn't it? But yeah. Sanchez was one last year. So like, it's it's one of them where you you're not buying players with potential or to fit into the model you desire. It's just names, isn't it? So I think you've made a massive mistake in the transfer market for the last two years and you're paying for it now, aren't you? Yeah, probably right. <laughs> His face you're probably, no, you're probably right. Like You've only got to look <laughs> at our defence, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Over, over the last, like, what, ten years? And, like, keep people keep pointing the finger at Ed Woodward. Like, is he the one rightly, that's doing all this? Rightly so. But he's, he is to blame in some capacity, but the managers have surely got to have an influence as to who they sign. You must get a list of players you want out of that list. So like Mourinho, look at some of the shit that he bought. So is he to blame? Is like, I think he asked the question. He was slating Lindelof and I yeah, thought you signed you him. You signed him. He avoided, he swerved some of the questions didn't he when he mm. was asked. Because and so you're to blame for this. Mm. Like I know um, Ollie's at the wheel now, as you say. He can't take all the blame. I think at the moment he's, he's picking the team and he's making the decisions. So some of the blame has got to be pointed at him when you're not performing well at the weekend. It's like, I think his interview with him, Gary Neville and Douglas's daughter. What's his name? John Douglas. Yeah, I have no idea what she's called. Jenny. Daglish. called Jenny. Jenny Daglish, yeah. Big um, fan, big fan. Massive fan. Um, but yeah, they were talking uh, with Ollie before the game and they were asking about um, captaincy of Harry Maguire. Do you see it? No. So they asked him the question, like, is he in your thoughts for captain? And usually a manager won't really directly answer a question because it's in the house, isn't it? Mm. You make those decisions internally with the squad and then you make an announcement formally for the club. But he was like, he was, he was really honest and just said, yeah, I am thinking of Harry Maguire as my captain. But I was like, 
why are you making these public announcements about actually speaking to him or your squad first? Is what's that going to do for your team morale? Well, you don't know. You might have done that. Like Ashley Young's the captain, isn't he? If, if Club captain, yeah, but then on the pitch, it's usually not playing. Day, so so. Really, should have made that decision at the start of the season, shouldn't he? And now he's paying for it because he's got no leaders on the pitch. Mm. So it's his fault. And we, we go back to that penalty instant where um, Pogba and Rashford are arguing. Again, there's no leadership, so is he the right man to set your team forward? That's my question to you. Don't know. <laughs> well, would, would, so your heart says would, yes because obviously it's history of the club but you, your mind's always well no you know. it's not necessarily I just don't know but we'll get onto that in a minute because we're going to review the games obviously but I just wanted to get that statement out there and it's, it's unusual isn't it for a club to release a statement when when they're facing a bit of criticism and stuff over getting beat and the record and stuff yeah. so I mean can that only be seen as a good thing that the club are coming out and saying listen trust us or are they coming out and saying we're supporting him for now. Get off our backs, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, football changes so quick, and you can, you can never know, really, can you? No. So, I think that was it for my news, mate. That that statement was the last bit of news from me. Is there anything else from you, yeah, mate? The only other news is um, it's completely unrelated to anything football, really. <laughs> to anything football? <laughs> Liverpool don't supporters. Don't the right place. <laughs> Liverpool supporters have voted the sexiest in the Premier League. Oh, my God. <laughs> the sexiest supporters in the league. <laughs> You you went to the game the other week and the first thing that you said was there was this absolute monster with an Everton song. <laughs> so, what were you on about? I think well, that was an Everton fan. Who was the journalist on that? Was it Stevie Wonder or Ray <laughs> Charles? <laughs> Reported by Lee Trust. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. <laughs> so, yeah. let's just get out of this news now because it's, it's <laughs> starting to make me cry because we talked about United. Right, let's go into the reviews then. So under twenty threes, we actually didn't play first this time. We were the, we were a Monday night game, so I'll let you fire off with your under twenty threes, mate. So our under twenty threes, and we're playing Leicester away, and obviously we didn't win again. again? Absolutely again. What the hell? Uh, we drew two all. Uh, we at Leicester again. I didn't watch it. Um, unfortunately, but we great start... great fan guys. Yeah, I'm a fan of the club. <laughs> I just not watched anything under twenty three football. Which club? Men's or orange? <laughs> I'm an orange fan myself. I was at the biscuit and raisin. BB squared. But yeah, they drew two all. It was a close fought battle, according to the review on the Liverpool website. <laughs> <laughs> according to other sources. <laughs> and um, from what we did see a little bit, the highlights when you were on my the weekend, where it was a late equaliser, wasn't it? I think it was Long Staff with a leveler. Oh, absolutely cracking name. A long shot. Uh, the two all draw that's back to back draws now the team are improving <laughs> that's back to back draws now Look at that. you sound like me mate uh, yeah so the under 23 is clutching at draws not too well at the moment um, yeah, it's quite a strong team to be honest Keller played Hoover played Van der Berg Lewis Kane Longstaff Jones Elliot so it was, a, it was a quite a strong team just your standard team then. just a standard team mate yeah but... maybe it needs to change <laughs> you know what he needs to do he needs to he needs to get some players injured in training so then they, they can go and play for under twenty threes for the rehabilitation. Yeah, so like I say, mate, I didn't see it, so I'm not gonna pretend I did. I'd like you to pretend you did, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis Jones scored and Longstaff. The end. <laughs> the end. And another great, amazing draw for Liverpool under twenty threes. The future's it's, looking it's all really about bright. Exp- it's all about experience. It's not about the results, it's about these young players getting experience playing together building for the future to get their first team so yeah I didn't see him how do your boys get on so yeah we we were obviously top of the league joint with West Ham we went away to Aston Villa playing at Walsall on that 
horrible ground that's right by the M6 that you can see as you drive past it. So yeah, Villa were obviously down. I think they were bottom three, maybe bottom four, um, and they beat us 4-1. <laughs> Absolute trash. Yeah. They scored early on in the 14th minute. Vasilev scored, so they got off to a good start. Then we were in the game, it was back and two. United's under 23s, mate. I'm not being funny. They play so much better football than the first team. <laughs> honestly, mate. Honestly, they really do. They Maybe go, should promote the actual academy manager to the... Go with Nicky Button, um, Quentin Fortune, two ex-players. That's who's, that's who's running the show. But they just play so attacking football. And we've got... They play balls in, in behind through the midfield. So the the wingers that we've got make diagonal runs in. So they'll play a ball into space in between in between the centre-back and the left-back or the centre-back and the right-back, just into that space. And because the wingers are so fast, the wingers make diagonal runs in behind. And they were doing that so much. Just, just didn't just didn't come off. So yeah, it, it was just so positive. It's just so positive. And they play with so much creativity. It's mad. And, and they've got really good talent, like individual talent spattered around the pitch. I mean, I know I'm talking about this after a 4-1 defeat, but I'll get into the rest of it. But it's just really, it's it's nice football to watch. You know what I mean? So, basically, they scored in the 14th minute and then it was back and two, back and two. They, they really had a good go at us. We've got this player right that's, that's really good. So, then in the 30th minute, right, they come running at us and their player breaks and gets into the box. I think his name's Deontay Bernard. He comes running in and there's a bit of a shoulder to shoulder, maybe shoulder in the back. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not. It's one of them where it's just off like shoulder to shoulder. He, he's basically he's basically giving him a way go on get over. But it's been maybe in his back, but not like fully in the back. It's d- debatable. So he goes over. So the ref goes pen. Fair enough, pen. If if that's not in the penalty area, it's probably not even a free kick. Do you know what I mean? It's one of them where it's just a coming together. Like, but he's giving him a bit. So fair enough, pen. There's not really too many complaints. And the ref comes over, sends him off. What? I know. Everyone's just like, even Bernard, who is deputising at captain because Brandon Williams was sent off last week. And he's captain, he gets sent off. What the hell? Everyone's just like stood around like proper scratching the reds. Like Bernard was like, are you joking? He's like, no, off. Even like the Villa players. (laughs) There's no explanation as to what was going on. Yeah. So obviously captain's armband comes off and and they slot the pen, which makes it 2-0. So then they were just all over us then. We had 10 men. Seven minutes later, they score another nice goal. Absolute, absolute pro-evo goal that you always used to score. <laughs> Sam Run to the byline, <laughs> pull it back, pass into the box, goal. As soon as they scored, it was it like, every oh time. my God, that is a Lee pro-evo goal. <laughs> like, that is disgusting. And then they got another, and then they got another one before. We were all over the place since the sending off. We were just everywhere. Out of shape. Giving the ball away. And they, they went into the halftime 4-0 up. Jesus. Then we came out at half time a lot better, like really played really good football. And then um, Traore on the 69th minute scores an absolute pearler from about 35 yards out. I mean, it was a bit of nothing. It was a consolation. Nothing came after it, but he's got his back. To, he's got his back to goal, basically. And where in the first team, what would happen is we play that ball back to the centre half or back to the defensive midfielder. There's nothing on. So he's like, he's got his back to goal, there's nothing on, he's got a player right around his back. He rolls it with his right foot, rolls it again, turns the defender, does a couple of strides, just looks up and thinks, so oh, there it is. Bang, 35 yards out, and it's just one of them grass cutters that go up. Great goal, but we lost 4 1. <laughs> Consolations, you know, mate. We've, we've dropped off top of the league, but we've still, we had a three point gap, so we're, yeah, we're second still. The sending off's got to have some impact on that, hasn't it? Yeah, it was. 
It was a good game. They, I think what really helped them is they've got James Chester coming back from injury. He's actually... You know, he's you know, a good player, you know, yeah. you know, Dean, my, my Dean yeah, yeah. He, he's mates with James Chester. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Now that could be a blag. Is but, this... I mean, if you're going to blag, you know someone, you're going to say Lionel Messi, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> or someone, you know what I mean? James. You're not going to say, I know James. The Welsh was... So, yeah, he's, he's mates with him, apparently. But um, he's been coming back from injury. And I think he, he played 60 minutes. And I think he's he... He's a first he, team regular. Yeah, he really, helped, he really helped Villa get up the pitch. He was really barking orders out and stuff. So, I think he really helped. Ultimately, we got beat anyway, but, yeah. So, are you playing next? So, next up for the 23s is Norwich. Which which should be a good way. That's, that's at home again, isn't it? Yeah, uh, sorry, that's at home. I'm telling you, mate, in all formats, in all ages, Norwich is a team to watch out for. Yeah, well, we'll see how good they're under 23 is there, won't we, now, when we play? Um, we've got Fleetwood Town on Wednesday away in the EFL Trophy. Right. It just said the under 21s, but it's actually under 23s. Um, and then on Saturday we're playing Arsenal away, which inevitably is going to be another defeat for us. <laughs> yeah. Because the Arsenal Academy is class, isn't it? Well, mm, it used to be, know, yeah. But it's got anyone's better than ours at the moment. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect to Curtis Jones, the captain. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to everyone that's been uh, banging out draws. <laughs> so, do you want to discuss the all things women, sir? Yes. Um, would you like me to start? Yes, Okay. Please. We didn't play. Oh, <laughs> so you know that's saying, an absolute curveball. Yeah, so it was the um, the women's league cup, which is uh, the continental cup as it's known, uh, and it's like a group format. If you want to know any more about it, check out our Instagram on Women's Wednesday this week. We've covered the the continental cup and just how it came to be, and and a bit of history between United and Liverpool in it and stuff like that. So over there and have a look if it's new to you like it is with, with us basically so basically the continental cup which is the league cup for the women it's got a new format from as of last year where it's set into groups so it was groups of like northwest and, and that and now they've they've added more teams into it so the group they think there's four groups and there's odd numbers of teams into other groups because they've grouped all the teams from the women's super league and the right. championship together so there's some weeks where some teams don't play because there's like odd numbers of teams in the group so that's why united didn't play i also like, like the name of it as well the Con- continental yeah. cup the conti nice. cup nice it's been it's been sponsored by continental since um, it got going so how do you think we did play um hmm let me guess <laughs> Actually, was what there's a there's, there's a Liverpool women's Instagram account that I think you followed uh, that's like a fan run one. So they were like hammering the updates and you were winning. Yeah, we were, like, oh, so, were winning twice. And then I, I forgot to look and then I went on and I thought, I'll just check out they got on. Got yeah, beat. I was yeah, like, we, we took a lead how twice. They got beat again. <laughs> Absolutely again, again we got beat. What's it's going good on? Good job, your first team's good at the moment. So um, yeah, so they got beat three two after thirty one minutes. Hodson scored. Wilkinson scored for Sheffield United, then Charles scored for us, took the lead again, and then in the 87th and 94th minute, they got two goals. Did they? Three, two. Oh my so God. It was exactly like, I think they play well from what I've read. It you was, seen again. It, was, it sounds like it was 87 minute goal and then it like backs against the wall for Liverpool, yeah. So yeah, the women got beat again. I think that is, let me just have a look. I'm certain that is the third defeat in a row. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yep. All right. You're loving this, aren't you? I'm actually rubbing it in that we're getting beat. Yeah. In some format. But yeah, it is actually the third defeat in a row. Fourth, if you include the friendly of the preseason. 
I thought you beat Rangers though, didn't you? Spank Rangers like eight one before you started, and then um, yeah, we got beat by Coventry United ladies, and then went into the season and thought, do you know what? Beat, 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 beat. We'll show the men how it's done. Beat, uh, beat, 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 beat. And the worrying thing is, is we're playing you at the weekend. We are playing United, Liverpool United at the weekend. It's a massive game. Uh, so it's the first women's uh, league game of the well of the Red Side rivals. So. It's the first Dar- uh, Man United Liverpool derby that's been in the league. We played last year in the Continental Cup, where we beat you one nil. Check out Women's Football Wednesdays for that. So United are billing it as um, old teams, new rivals, or something. Yeah. 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 So it'll be a, it'll be a good one, mate. So we're gonna go down and watch it on Saturday. So it's we'll... twelve o'clock. Twelve o'clock. There's no cocks, mate. Oh, nightmare. <laughs> 12 o'clock kickoff. Right? So if you... Um, Delete that. <laughs> yeah, so like we do when we go to the game, we'll put on our story about it. So you can go and have a look on our Instagram story, which will be on our Facebook page as well. But it'll be a good one to listen to that yeah, next week. Yeah, I think week. it'll be something different, bud. It'll be good, that. Oh, we're going to stuff you. So... <laughs> Predictions say where was going. Let's have a little prediction. Okay, yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we'll spank you two nil. I'm gonna go for a, a first win, three one. No chance. Okay, <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here last. The confidence in the ladies. Right. So, so this let, is the, let's, come on, let's get let's coming to the bit I'm dreading. Going on mustard, sir. Coming onto the bit I'm dreading. So before you dive in, we can actually talk about the results that happened before. Yes, please. Your abysmal performance. Go on, mate. Let's hear him. Started off on Friday night football, did it? Um, Bournemouth beat Southampton three one. And Bournemouth, I watched it and it was the worst. Oh no, I thought no, I just jumped in there. Sorry, mate. Go on. So Bournemouth beat Southampton away, one of their local derbies. What same scored? Harry Wilson scored again for him. Yeah, we did nice goals. Well. Third in four, I think, this season. So he's proven himself to be a very tasty footballer. So yeah, one probably, for the future. He's probably, one that he'll probably sign for them, I reckon. No, I don't want to sell him, if I'm honest. He's got a lot of well, potential. in charge of the club. I know, but Jurgen Klopp won't be in a year's time, man. All the tabloids are saying, which is very upsetting. No, he will be. Yeah, so Bournemouth won 3-1 on the Friday night football. And then on Saturday, Leicester beat Spurs 2-1, which is a surprise, wasn't it? Yeah. Had that VAR decision, the um, Sun, did you see it on match of the day? No. So um, there's a VAR decision where Spurs went 2-1 up off, right. off the record. So it was one of them where... I could not see any part of his body whatsoever offside than a part of his shoulder, like a centimetre. Oh, I did see this. So Spurs are fuming. It's like... It's yeah, like... It was millimetres. So, like, obviously what Jamie Carragher is saying is that he said this on Sunday, that it's at least it's consistent. They're asking the computers to make the decision where no matter what you're off, part you're of off. your body you're off, and people aren't accepting it, are they? But that's not offside a millimetre, no, is like, it? I think it, you, you can't play the game in millimetres like that. No. I mean, although you tried to for last season when you said you were seven millimetres <laughs> yeah, from in the league. Everyone else can't play the can't play the game in millimetres. You can't you can't plan for that. You can't plan a run based on millimetres like that. You can't think right. I'm going to bend me run here and get in behind him. Oh shit! No, I'm a millimeter offside. But you can plan for it for your body not to be offside. You, you've got a time you run right, haven't you? And and get in exactly, at the right yeah. time. But you can't plan and you can't play the game in millimeters like that. That's so harsh. And this is where the FA are in charge. So this is all new to the Premier League. So they can make decisions to change and adapt it to make sure it doesn't ruin the game. Because I yeah. think a lot of fa- football fans are falling out of love with football because one, it's ruining ruining the actual goal celebrations like. The adrenaline the goals, scoring a goal, goal it's like you happen to wait for it. When VAR look at that, surely they go, it's millimetres, yeah, he's onside. 
Yeah, and I think it surely they should change it to look at the actual uh, part of your body that's offside. If you can't score with that aspect of your body, then let, let the attacking team have the advantage. If it's your foot, your leg, your knee, can't score with your toe. foot. No, but it doesn't mean any of that part of your body. It's an it's an area where you can score a goal with your head. But if it's your shoulder and yeah. it's millimeters, surely they've got to have some flexibility. They have to adapt it. Yeah, like because that's ridiculous. Because, like I say, you can't not be a millimeter. That could be like millimeters count. Me, that's don't like they? that's like <laughs> that's like a bit of your shirt. Do you know what I mean? If your shirt gets caught in the wind, then you and it was just too. If if it's too hard to call, then they should give the goal. I think. Mm, I do. Yeah. Because if you look at the actual replay, it's just you can't tell yeah, if he's or he's it not. Now, it's yeah. just like, come on, surely. But fuck them, they got beat. But fuck them, they got beat. That's great news for us guys and you. Really good. Burnley beat Norwich 2 0, which is a bit of a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love saying this. Everton got beat 2 0 at home to Sheffield United. Wow, was this? Wow, that shit. Oh, the score of the weekend is everyone's been banging on about City going to struggle with the injuries they've got. Yeah. Two marquee defenders out. They won fucking 8 0, didn't they? So is that City an amazing football team or Watford? I think Watford. it was a mixture of both. I think five 0 at half time. You like, shouldn't be getting beat eight 0 no, no matter who you are. It's a Premier so League. Think, it's like, so I think that's Watford being extra poor. Yeah. So like yeah. as much as City were brilliant, I think Watford would just were just absolutely eight nil beyond bad. It's like it's the Premier League. This one of, isn't it? And then the board draw, the five thirty kickoff as Newcastle against Brighton. So then we'll move into Sunday. Cool. Crystal Palace three one over Wolves. And then, oh, no. on the same kickoff time, we move to your boys, mate. Mm. So what happened? I really don't but even want to talk about it. Before we dive into it, right? We yeah. we actually played FIFA or FIFA nineteen on Saturday one, night. Yeah, on the Saturday night, and we thought, right, we'll make a prediction and put some money on it. So I was West Ham, he was United, obviously, and I beat him two 0 <laughs> with a goal in either half. A goal in either half, and then I predicted our boys to win three one because um, he beat me again. Yeah. <laughs> But um, go on, mate. Let, let's dive into it and talk me through your misery and pain. <laughs> Honestly, and I really hopefully didn't want you can to. move on to next weekend and be positive about United. Basically, so I don't remember Saka was back, but none of the other injured boys were 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 back, which was obviously a nightmare. We're away at West Ham. We got beat there last year, so you're thinking, right? We need to put in at least a better performance and really challenge him here because they're one of them teams that's looking quite good. So you need to put a marker down really and, and at least play good football to quiet the crowd down yeah they're quite rowdy aren't they so we start off the game and just smash a long ball up which was great so I thought here we go five minutes in we just <laughs> I can just sense the pain <laughs> I know we, from the start mate basically we are just playing stupid football just stupid football like Maguire at the back so Maguire gets the ball back to him in the fifth minute and then instead of just, that's where you want to hoof it long when you're getting closed down in a press. Because we couldn't play out. Yeah. So Maguire tries to play to Ashley, Ashley Young. And Ashley Young tries to give the ball back and it's just a big mess. And I was like, oh my God, here we go. The game really for all the first half just ebbed and flowed. Like United didn't really do much and West Ham didn't really do much. It wasn't really, it's not like West Ham outplayed us and battled It's just like, yeah, nothing really happened. 13th minute, Pereira gets cleaned out by Ogbonna down the down the left hand side and I thought, Oh here we go there, centre half's on a yellow, this could be a bit interesting. Young puts the ball in from the resulting uh, free kick, misses absolutely everybody and puts it into the first row of the crowd. <laughs> Don't like him, mate. Weird to see that 
Wambasaka and Young were swapping flanks. You know, like you stra- you you forwards in between do. play kind of thing. Yeah, like all of a sudden Young was playing on the right and Wambasaka was on the left for ages. Like I was like, that's a bit weird. Like your forwards usually do it sometimes, don't they? You'll see yeah, them yeah. switch switch sides. Which is to confuse the defenders. Yeah, exactly. Not your own defence. Yeah, it confused our <laughs> own defence. So that was just really weird when I when I saw that. Then I put in my notes that we had a bit of a good spell. <laughs> that good spell resulted in nothing really, to be honest. Twentieth minute, James does some good work down the left, plays through to Rashford, gets past his defender. This was the main bit for me where we should have scored. It was a counter attack. James runs down the left. Gets luckily past his man, really. It's a bit of a deflection, and he's away. So he's off, puts the ball in for Rashford. Rashford's running from left to right into the box. Does not get across his defender. What do you do in that position when your defender's coming across? I mean, Declan Rice was quite clever. He stayed off he him. He read it quite well. He stayed off him, so Rashford didn't really know what to do. If he come flying in, it makes Rashford's mind up for him, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. But just... Get your fucking get on your toes and run across him. You can get tripped up or anything. Run across that like defender. Get some sort of an but he doesn't. He kind of like keeps the distance away from him, and then it, it, the chance went really. And he he just he puts it wide. Is that, Should is score that a confidence there. thing though? Like? Probably yeah. He scored two goals in the first game. Yeah, but it's Chelsea. Chelsea. He's not. As he's, I can't remember. He the just, last time he scored an open <clears throat> for the good open play against Chelsea. For the um, whole game, he didn't look right. Yeah, he didn't look right at all. There's definitely something up with him. Definitely something like, even, well, which we'll even talk on th- about now. Even on Thursday, mate, mm. he, he was off, wasn't he? Mm. Like, he missed so many chances. He had four chances. And and that was against a lesser side. Yeah, I think he's been carrying... He, he went off injured in this game with a groin injury. And I think he's been... He must be... Surely he's been carrying that for the last couple of weeks. Which is in the back of his mind. I don't he's, yeah, the and he's thinking, oh, I, don't, I, can't put, I can't put full effort into this. Because he's... His little shots and that, and his running isn't isn't committed. It isn't 100%. He's like not going for passes. it, yeah. So that's really pretty much all that really happens. What you want to say? <laughs> um, there was, we were just so bad going forward, just zero creativity whatsoever. We were just so slow with the ball. Matter was basically who I praised for being better against Leicester when he got put into that number number ten position. I don't know what he'd been doing since the last game. I think he'd been taking tips off Lingard because he did not take the ball and turn once. He was just running short for it, getting it and playing it to the defence or playing it to the midfield. You're just like, how does that get on the turn? Turn and face your players and make something happen. Someone's got... The problem for United is no one wants to make anything happen. Everyone thinks Everyone's that hide, everyone the, thinks shadows, the other person is going to make something yeah. happen. So like, oh, well, you make it happen. Oh, no, you make it happen. Someone's got like, to take... We've all been there when you play football, like... People tend to hide, don't they? When there's no one taking ownership and the team's doing poorly, everyone tries to hide behind each other. I don't know. Like I always was a football player, and at our level, was obviously nowhere, nowhere no, near no this level. Like but, league, but. And so we were paying to play football. That's how far we were at the <laughs> other level. Yeah, you pay your subs and you play footy, don't you? I always wore my heart on my sleeve as a football player. Like I'd be having to go at my own players and. If nothing was happening, I'd try and make something happen. And if it didn't happen, I'd have a go at my players because it didn't happen for me. And I was the one trying to make it happen. Do you know what I mean? I'd be yeah, like, yeah. come on, like I'm trying here. But it's just none of that. Like, there's no, it's just, there's no and I'm thinking, at my level, <laughs> I'm paying six quid subs every week. Whereas you're paying 250 you're grand. You're paid 250 grand here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just... Well, Roy Keane said that it's the worst United side he's ever well, seen. Well, yeah, we'll get on to this. Nice little bit just from Wan-Bissaka that I'll mention in the first half. Um... Lanzini uh, breaks out and he's literally, I'd say he's about 10 yards in front of Wambasaka. Wambasaka runs, catches him up, 
slides in, tackles him. He goes, he goes everywhere. Just completely cleans him out. He's just that's another lead tackle. Yeah, it was, it, I just, I just love that about Wan Bissaka. How he just loves a tackle. Then it was, then it was really just a, a load of chances for West Ham. They had, they had a free kick. They won a free kick really just because Noble's a bit of a fanny. He went down, nice little free kick, and then they play a ball to the edge of the box off a corner that resulted from it. It comes to Noble, if it landed to anybody else... No one them down, did they? When it, it was like a little training ground corner, wasn't it? If it drops to anybody that's half decent, that Noble goes like, it's like, on the volley! Noble, no. <laughs> I wrote down here because I didn't know his name. I just put, number 22, a little diving gun. <laughs> but he was, every time he got near uh, Maguire, he jumped on the floor. He was just... I don't know. I don't know who it was. Um, do we have a look? You can do, yeah. But yeah, every time you got near Maguire, he was jumping on the floor in the box. I was like, what are you doing, mate? So sloppy that first half, though. We were just... Matic is, is past it now, Matic. He just keeps losing the ball. He's so pedestrian. It just slows everything down. And then 44th minute, just before half-time. Great. United go 1-0 down. Nice. It was To be fair to him, it was a nice little goal, nice little move. Yarmolenko with a nice goal. It was a good finish, to be fair, mate. Noble's just on the ball forever, basically. Noble's no one clo- Noble's no one on the ed- down, no one, Noble's on the edge of our eighteen yard box, and no one wants to put a tackle in on him. Everyone's just like everyone just stood off, didn't they? Everyone's just watching him. Pass. Yeah, yeah, and then and then what happens is he plays a little ball in behind. Yarmolenko, nice, nice touch and turn, to be fair. But even he's not got anyone touch tight to him, and then he just slots it in the slots bottom corner. Him. Great finish. It's a good finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, after that goal went in, I wrote, now we're fucked. And do you know why I wrote, now we're fucked? Because we have zero character in our team. We don't have, we don't possess the quality to be able to pick ourselves up, especially before half-time like that, and go at a team. We do not possess that quality. No one in that team can go, right, come on, That we're not having that. They're taking it to a jungle, mate. The jungular, yeah. The classic Leeism. <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, Lee said jungular vein once. But yeah, and I just knew exactly what was going to happen for the rest of the There's game. no reaction. I there. don't even really want to talk about the second half because it was just the shittest, shittest performance I've ever seen. Just so laboured. Just so laboured. Like, oh yeah, maybe we'll score, maybe we won't type of performance. It was just it was just terrible. I think one thing you can, um, one thing you can take away from it, mate, from what I've seen is the players look bothered, to be fair. You can, well, why are they like, not showing the, it? The likes of Rashford stuff at full time. You could tell by the faces they, they were disappointed with the result. And they know they're not playing well, so I think that's one thing you can take out of it. At least the team aren't laughing and joking at full time going. Well, I'll just I'll just quickly run through the second half then. So we came out forty eighth minute, Matt should score basically. So many plays in Pereira down the right hand side, and um, he fizzes one across the front of the uh, across to the back post, and Mata should score really there, but he doesn't. We came out at least more forward thinking. There was passes forward, and we were moving forward more. Fifty eighth minute when we were we were probably for those ten minutes, ten twenty minutes, um, fifteen minutes, sorry, at the start of the second half, we were probably playing all right. To be fair, the best football we've played in the game. Still not enough, but we were playing all right. And then the 58th minute, Rashford just drops down on the floor. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> so Rashford goes down, holding his groin. Physio goes out to him. Obviously, he's got to come off. So who do we have to replace him? Go we on. haven't signed anybody, have we? We've got no one to sign him. You didn't have um, Greenwood on the bench, did you? No, he was he had tonsillitis. Oh, okay. So we had nobody. So then who does he bring on? 
he brings on Lingard at centre forward. <laughs> Your favourite flavour of the month, mate. And that was the 58th minute, mate. So from then, you know. You just know. You know we're not going to score. You know we're not going to score. Well, he's not a centre forward for a start. You just know we're not going to score. It's like, what? what, what is the point? Like, it's just pathetic. So that's our option when Rashford goes off injured, is Lingard. When we, when we won the treble under Fergie in those years, we had four strikers. Cole, York, Solskjaer, Sheringham. So I'm going to say something now, mate. So, like, so is that poor management either by Ollie or by the board again? Allowing Lukaku, well, your best striker. I know you, you didn't really rate him that highly because he didn't score any goals for you, but why would you allow the most experienced striker in your squad to leave on, was it like the second to last day of the transfer window? Yeah. And then not bring anybody in. There's no plan B. You've just like, let's yeah, we'll, go and not We'll talk about them. that in a minute. Let's finish the review and then we'll we'll talk about this absolute shit show. Um, <laughs> yeah, 62nd minute. Um, De Gea makes a good save. Anderson's play through inside the box. That This half was better from United. 67th minute, Maguire gets up for a corner. Debatable, should, maybe should score, but should do better. 77th minute, Lingard plays in James, and the keeper gets to it first. Comes out to Lingard, Lingard then has a shot that's obviously blocked, because why would he want to score? He doesn't like to score, does he, for some reason? And then in the 84th minute, oh, around that time, needlessly, Ashley Young dives in at West Ham, who have got a, who have got a lot of the ball again near our area. Dives in on him, pretends to pull out, but obviously still commits the foul. Then Cresswell picks up the free kick and just scores an absolute world of a free kick in the 84. Yeah, it was unreal. Wasn't and it? then and then it's just like game. Hey, did he even move? Did he? I don't think he did. To be fair, no. It was a brilliant free kick. It was absolutely bang on. But before, not even that long before that, they give away another free kick. United, so he had a bit of a sighter in a similar position. So he'd like got his range really with that first one, and then never else does it. And then so, yeah. So that was it, mate. An absolutely pathetic performance. Pathetic, mate. I feel so, sorry for you in a way, mate. Um, don't, because I feel sorry enough for myself. <laughs> but so after uh, in the second half after that goal, um, sorry, in the first half after that goal, like I said, we really had to show some character, and we just don't have any from like anywhere. Just too slow, too lethargic. Half of the team are not bothered. Half not going forward. No create. No one. Nobody. No one on that team is creative. Not one person on that team is creative. I don't get what I don't get why they're not like you can't no one wants to make it's hard to defend anything really, happen. isn't it and that's literally not an exaggeration <laughs> I'm not being negative I'm not being a negative fan and just having a go at them for the sake of having a go at them that's because that's what I've watched and that's what I'm seeing it's not because I'm just oh yeah you're shit and I don't like you and I don't like you there's just no, there's no creativity there no. no one's doing anything to score and then they get surprised when they don't score a goal you're like well what are you hoping to score a goal by sheer fucking luck? Well, I think you did actually try and get Coutinho, didn't you, in the last transfer window? Well, it was rumoured to be tried, but I don't. So think whether anything, you tried to bring him in loan, I don't to, think any, anything. Avoided, I don't, I don't think anything concrete. And he'd concrete. have been absolutely fucking slaty, mate, if he mm. made that move, wouldn't he? But just to touch on what you you were saying before about who is to blame, really, like obviously for the case that we've got no strength in depth anymore at all, so. Like, United have spent big money on some of our signings. I mean, I know they were obvious signings to make, but he's brought in Maguire, he's brought in Wan-Bissaka, but we still need more players in better areas, and it's just, like, you just, no matter who, it's not really a point-in-the-finger game. You can't really go around and point the finger and be like, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. You just need to hope that things get better and, and 
the, the club know there's a problem and then want to do something about it, which no, kind of address it. which kind of which kind of is mirrored by that club statement coming out. I don't know. At least they've come out and said something. The club didn't have to bring a statement out and say anything. The club just just done what they wanted to do. I've never known a club to release a statement when they've been playing bad before. No. Liver- no, nothing against you now, and this isn't against you, but Liverpool had years and years with, with not playing Statements. great football. <laughs> no, of not playing great football and not winning anything. But Liverpool weren't, and the, the fans weren't happy. Maybe, but we're just realistic. Liverpool, Liverpool we? weren't bringing statements out to say, "Listen, we know shit, but this is why." I think it's maybe a good I thing think- that United have said to the fans, "Listen." We understand it's going bad, but bear with us. I don't know, but is it though? Because like the way I look at it, it was very similar to um, when Brendan was in charge, mm-hmm. when they came out publicly and supported him. The next day, it was signed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they did. So, they, so yeah. like you just don't know, do you? No. Well, I think they're genuinely gonna. I think the genuinely clubs. The club stance now is you can't keep chopping and changing managers. I, I do believe that that's what it is now. And I feel like they've invested yeah, in, in Solskjaer and. Is he in? Is he in over his head? Is he out of his depth? The club don't seem don't seem to think so. The fans will be patient for so long, won't they? Mm. Like what, what? What can you see happen if you, if you go another four weeks and you still haven't put a win on the board away from home, or you're not winning at, at home itself? Like what, this is the thing. Though, this is the thing, right? I understand. I understand that we're not where we were, and we've not got the players that we've got, and that that is fair enough. That's the situation that we're in, and nobody, no matter how much you bitch and moan or how much you want it to change, nobody can change that over than the club, and we don't know what the club are going to do. But when you watch your team go and play like that, I can handle us, like I just said, sorry, I can handle us not having the players, and that's and that's that. But the team that we have got should want to win the game. Mm-hmm. Chelsea got beat by you, right? And that second half, I I put Chelsea. They were real. I right? put Chelsea in the same pot as us. Chelsea have got a brand new manager that's ex an ex club man, and he's not got the team that he really wants yet, and he's had to invest. He's had to heavily invest in youth, which is because of transfer ban. Exactly like United, except they're in a worse situation because they can't sign anybody for two years, whereas we can. And Chelsea may be in in that transitional period exactly the same as United, but they put guts and. A good performance in against Liverpool against you guys, yeah. and they tried really hard. And you cannot, you cannot be pissed off with a team that are putting in work rate, even though they're not in the best situation. They haven't got the players. Let's say Lingard goes up front as centre forward, but he's absolutely get pulling his tripe out. Chance, chance, trying to do this, trying to make stuff happen. Then you'd be like, you know what? He's not a striker, but look at look at the effort he's putting in here. United aren't even doing that. No. That's you, what I don't get. You have got, I think, with your squad mate, you have got probably four players that you can realistically say that they're going to be there next year and they're part of your starters 11. Like Harry Maguire, David De Gea, Lindelof. Now he's seen as a future player for you. Yeah. It's a partner. Wan-Bissaka, James, Rashford. That's Martial? Maybe, yeah. You have got some good players. And I think... If, I, I, Pains me to say because I don't want you to rise to the top again. I'm quite happy that you're down there and suffering. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but like, if I was Ed Woodward, you'd be looking at like, right, why are you going to sign Sancho from Dortmund? Let's yeah. spend 50, 60 million, whatever it takes to bring him in because he's quality, isn't he? Yeah. Get him in. James Madison, get him in. Like, yeah. Young, hungry, will massively improve his squad. Like, all these players that are around there, stop going for all these well established players and look at players that, right, they proved himself in the, in the leagues like Germany, yeah. England. Very similar leagues, aren't they? Let's just go and get these players in. 
and have a two three year plan where they gel together and by that point the likes of Mo Salah Mane Firmino they're all going in the 30s mm. the same as City that squad's getting old so it might then turn to your turn again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. four years time. Well, this is... It might be a completely different picture, but you just got to accept that you're not the team you were with. Yeah, Fimini. that's it. Yeah, yeah. You haven't got the... Which, which I the accept. class of 92, have you? It's no, Times no. have moved on. But I accept, this is what I'm saying, I accept that. I accept that we, we, we've got to be shit. You've got to weather the storm. We're going to be shit. I, I don't, what I don't accept... 15 years, mate. What I don't accept is how they're playing. You can't no, there's play no like... excuse for it, is there? No. At least try 110%, and yeah. if it's not good enough, the fans will... Why well, go out it. and be really lethargic and not even... If you don't cr- try to create a goal, you're not going to score a fucking goal. No. At least go out there and run at players. I would not be pissed off if I see Mata turn round and run at someone and then get tackled, and then he's out there asking for the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball, and then turns and runs at someone and gets tackled and we get beat 2-0. But if he's running short and playing the ball back... And then running short and playing the ball back. Just safe. Then I'm gonna get pissed off. Yeah. Do you know? Do you understand what I mean? Definitely, mate. If it's mad. It's mad. Do you know what it I reminds you of? Get it? Matter reminds you of <laughs> sandbag, Adam. Yeah. Do you know, like a safe pass? Yeah. But like, he, there's nothing. I'm right. I'll play. Back he wasn't to really like that against against Leicester. At least he was picking the ball up and being like. Oh, the crap at Joe Allen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like the safe passes. They don't yeah. actually do anything to have any impact in a match. It's just. Frustrating to watch. Yeah, Gareth Barry plays like that. Gareth Barry. But I think a lot of people are saying Ollie's out of his depth, which he may or may not be. We don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe maybe he is. Maybe the right. But these players played under Ollie when he came in and were twatting teams and and were scoring five goals. So it's in there. It's in there. But yeah, it's in there with the players. The players got the capacity and, and capability to play at that level. But again, I keep. I'm not saying this just to have a go at Ollie, but I just don't think he's good enough, mate. Mm. I don't think he's got the minerals to take you forward. I think if he learned his trade somewhere else, but if you look at the clubs he's been at, what, he went to Cardiff, got sacked. Mm. He managed in Norway. He was winning strong, the league, but he was at Molde, which was league, the best team, yeah. So if, if it was me, he should do what Stephen Jarrett's done. Go to Scotland. I know that's, again, not the best league. I won't say shit because I don't want to offend anybody, but it's not the best league out there. Go and learn your trailer like front Lampard did in the championship. Cause well, he's, a, he's done that though, hasn't he? But he's done it in he's just yeah, done it in a different like, country, back, hasn't he? Go back and do it. Like you yeah. failed, go back and do it. And then if you get a team promoted or you finish in the top six, at least you've had a bit of experience of how tough the English league is. Yeah. Like the Premier League is unforgivable at times. It's like the, the standard of football is so high. There's not really any shit teams in there. So you're straight away up against it every single fixture. I think Ollie's going to get found out. I just generally think... Well, the only bad thing Come Christmas, I think he'll be gone. I don't. I, I think if it, your, your actual performances don't improve and the actual, you don't get any points to the board, they're going to have to make a decision. I can't see... I can't see you're going to get relegated, are you? But, we're not that bad that we'd get yeah, relegated, get relegated, no, but... but you don't have to finish 12, 13, 14. That's, like, unforgivable for some of United's stature. Mm. You're still seen around the world as the club, aren't you? More really? of, yeah. I think it was announced recently that you've had massive profits on the stock market again. Like you've turned over so much money. It's like, where's, million, yeah. where's that? Not, it's not been invested in the squad, so where is it? Do you know what I mean? It's like, he, he may come out and made this statement saying we're planning for the future, but where is this plan? Express his plans. You should have like a supporters meeting where it, it's all expressed as to what your plan is over it. Right? For the next six years, this, this is what it's going to be. Like, do you accept it then? Whereas now, you're making all these signs, you're spending money on players. This is what I mean. This and is what, nothing's improving. This is what I mean when I say you, we we just. Why am I getting angry? I don't even care. <laughs> but this is what I mean when I say we just. You just don't know. We don't know. Like, has have they got this plan and 
and it's actually going into fruition and this is this is what they want to do and and you know what I mean they, they tried to make these signings but they just couldn't get them over the line so January we're going to go in for this, this, this and it's going to add to this and it's going to start working you just don't know do you? No. you just don't know you just don't know but all all that the fans can see is what is in front of What's them now? on a Saturday afternoon a Sunday afternoon and, and see and be like that's what we can judge and that's what we can go off and what we're seeing is just shit that's absolutely shit <laughs> yeah it's not like even you'd, you'd accept it more say the players play shit like that you'd accept it more if the post-match conference Ollie comes out and says that was not good enough yeah, that isn't what I, that isn't what I like, want to see the players today were at were all out of sorts and I accept that and I'm going to work with them and blah 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 and this needs to be better and that needs to be better but when he comes out and says well you know yeah it's just one of them games wasn't it really we we could have scored first but we didn't and then they obviously got, got the goals so does it make an excuse were you watching the match I was just fucking watching mate because that was shite <laughs> making excuses mate he's trying to protect the players but at the same time sometimes you need to throw them under the bus to actually get a performance out of them you need to protect your players yeah you need, to, you need to be a good manager you've got to know how when and when a reaction yeah how and when yeah. to deal with your players and when's the right time to scold them and when's the right time to put your arm around them that is not the right time to no, put your arm around them not. so it's like things like that make me think yeah Ollie's not right but then things like us not signing anybody that we needed in the transfer window makes you think oh well it's the Glazers and Woodward that's not right and then when you see the players on your pitch you think well no it's the players that aren't right and you just don't know well, you just don't we had a very similar predicament with our owners where at first, they seemed to be like taking money from the club and weren't really making any influence on the pitch. Mm. Like there was no players coming in. The, the actual stadium wasn't being built, and all you could see was these mega rich owners in America just profiting yeah. from the club. But then they've mass- massively turned it around, mate. So all I'd say is just be patient. Your life's long. Football fans a long time. Mm. And end you, of the you day, can't win at the end of the you day, can't mate. Win trophies all the time. Yeah, of course you can't. And. You want and it's, to, but you it's hard to not compare United to what we were under Fergie. It's hard not to. It, it's just in United fans' nature that they're going to compare it to that. It's just hard when you don't know what's going to happen. You just don't know, do you? That's the beautiful thing of the game, though, mate, to be fair, though, isn't it? Yeah. The unpredictable. It's, at the end of the day, it's only a game, isn't it? It's a game of footy. Wow. It, should, it, it is, though, isn't it? When you think about it. It's like it, saying... To, when you think about it, it's just it, it's a it's team a that you support. It's it is. But when, but when it's, like, so much part of your life and you're so heavily invested to it and you pay so much money into it and you go your and shirts, watch them, you buy the shirts, tickets. Your, your tickets and everything... You, you do get involved in it, don't you? Like our, our partners might say that we care more about football than them, which is probably true. Yeah, probably true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole joke. But we've talked about United for far too long, and I really do apologise to anyone that's, no, that's, that's a Liverpool fan listening. You need to air your frustrations, mate. Don't worry, we'll put time codes in so you can skip to so Liverpool you can skip bit this if you're a Liverpool shit yeah. show. But yeah, no, I apologise for going on so long about it, but. I mean, I've gone on for so long about it, and at the end of the day, I still don't even know what what, what? I think. So, have you got any positive and negative, mate? Let's just take some. Okay, comments. yeah. Um, um, so, positives were really that, I mean, the groundsman at, at uh, that stadium, absolutely amazing. The, the ground was great. <laughs> the grass looked beautiful. The grass was absolutely beautiful. Um, like the new FIFA with real grass effects. <laughs> Should we just try and dig a positive out? Right, dig a positive, mate. Wow. Dig one positive. I mean, I won't go into negatives because I've just literally talked for about three years about it. But positives... God, can I even dig a positive out? 
if you every week on Insta- Russia's boots are nice, aren't they? Every week on Instagram, so obviously um United Liverpool's leads the whole premise of the podcast. Every week we do on our Instagram, if you jump over there, we do a combined eleven, so the best United players and the best Liverpool players. And for the second time this year, Leeds put an argument forward that what United players should go in that and I have to agree. So no. for the second time this year, it's just it's just Liverpool's eleven. <laughs> do you know what made me laugh the most? I know we're still banging about United here, but the the funniest thing about the weekend was you're using Mister Positive posting stuff on the Instagram, sharing stuff about football. You just went radio silence all Sunday because you're in such a fucking mood. <laughs> we do, we do, yeah. And everything I text you just didn't take me on. Yeah. I know. So so I uh, I can't dig a positive. I'm trying I, to think really hard to dig a positive out, and I can't. To the next match, that's your positive. I can't think of a positive. How bad is that? I can't think of a the positive. Nice. I can't think of a positive. Go on, mate. So, what was your prediction for that game? I said that we'd win 2 1. Ah, yeah, so we were both wrong. I said 1 all, I think. Yeah. So, come on, we'll move on, mate, because you are completely pissed off. Yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. So, the other result prior to our match was that Arsenal won 3 2 at home to Aston Villa. They were losing just. They were losing two one, really. Yeah, yeah. Just scored two goals. So then, yeah, we were the final match on the Sunday, live on Sky Sports and Audible on LSE TV. <laughs> plug in there. Fuck you, man. So, um, unlike your boys, mate, we had a very positive result. We beat Chelsea two one away from home. Um, I was before the match. I was quite nervous to be to be fair because obviously we played away to Napoli midweek. Didn't get the result we wanted. Traveling back, traveling to London. And obviously with Lampard, he still hasn't won a game at home, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know. I don't know. But I think he's, he's not, throwing I don't, that I don't think he's won at home um, all season. And obviously Chelsea are one of our... Um, I think they beat Norwich. Did they? Mm. Yeah, so like um, going away to Chelsea, it's always a tough match. Whoever's in charge, whatever players they've got, it's a, it's a big game. They're still classed as one of the big sides. And obviously they've got, they've got a very young team. I, I just like Abraham's on fire, Mount's on fire... Um, and they weren't really conceding much goals so I was a bit cautious and anxious that I've been for a tough day so did you watch any of it mate or did you just completely disrespect football and not watch anything after no I went upstairs and contemplated cried into your pillow yeah that's what I did so um, Liverpool only made one change in this match to the the actual team that we played away against Napoli where Genie came into the midfield it was Jürgen Klopp's 150th match in charge Um, so we started really well um, positive really so you're right they haven't won a game at home they really that, wow, that was a stat thrown out there which I didn't know yeah the Norwich win was away at Norwich so like what I liked from the start of the game was Virgil van Dijk left when I'm willing it's like a Jamie Carragher special where he knew, he knew exactly what he was doing just to like leave a stamp on him to say that I'm here like, yeah. to, like a warning sign all good centre halves do that they do me included so uh, <laughs> So um, it starts off with Jordan Henderson try like a really diagonal crossfield pass into Manny, which is very unfortunate. Unlucky Manny didn't quite get onto it. Pretty much Liverpool starts the game as you expect to really fast out the blocks, counter attacking, hitting Chelsea high with a high press. And what happened, mate? You tell me. <laughs> I was I was on the number fifty two bus, just doing laps around Warrington, just looking out the window. So I think we were one of those situations where we wanted to try and get an early goal to to shut the um, Stamford Bridge crowd up. Because obviously, if you concede a goal early, they start singing Chelsea. But Chelsea, Chelsea, fuck you off. After seven minutes, Chelsea had a penalty shout, um, which was very desperate in my opinion. Where Abraham went down quite softly against Van Dyke, who's obviously an absolute beast and strong as an ox. Right, mate, suck him up. 
<laughs> what if I could? <laughs> Jokes. You, you were here first. Jokes. And then after 10 minutes, Kovacic did some really great work down the left-hand side of the pitch. Played in Mount, who um, had a good cross into the box, which thankfully came to nothing. John Henson was a bit sloppy in playing, gave the ball away under pressure. After, we know all about that, United. <laughs> after 12 minutes, it was some great work by Fabinho carrying the ball forward, which led to a rash challenge on the edge of the box, which inevitably led to the goal, mate. I don't know if you've seen Trent's absolute pearl of a finish. Is it a free kick? It was. So, um, obviously, Salah stood over the ball with John Henderson and Oh, Trent, he rolled it, didn't he? And he rolled it back <laughs> sexually, like a back yeah, heel. Dead nice, that. Straight in, into the feet of Trent, who actually curled it with some power. It was actually like, quite an accurate yeah, shot. It wasn't, it wasn't like, like a wasn't straight it? finish, no, was it? It, it had a bit of a... Sweetly struck. Yeah. Shot straight into the top corner, left the goal giving no chance. And obviously, he celebrated with some unusual celebration right from the Chelsea fans and their faces were just her pictures like see the video from the crowd yeah top that it was such a, a special moment in all the Liverpool fans because we all hate Chelsea don't we let's be honest put us 1-0 up after 20 minutes there was an absolute horrific challenge but Tamori I've not really heard much of him he's like some young Chelsea yeah, player isn't he he was at Derby last year on loan he took out Jordan Henderson which led to a yellow card we then had another chance which led to nothing. And then Chelsea went down the end of the pitch after like, I think it was like 27 or 30 minutes. It was actually ruled out for VAR. That's my question's goal. It was a very similar incident to the actual um, Spurs game. Right. Joe with the old leaning of the shoulder. Oh, okay. So um, Jason Mark was ruled offside. So that, thankfully it led to nothing. We had a few more chances after that, which again led to nothing. After 30 minutes, we had another opportunity down the left-hand side of the pitch. Um, Genie with some nice work and trickery. Chipped it over Aspilicueta, which again led to another free kick, mm-hmm. which was then taken by Trent. It's nice, nice for like training ground movement. To be fair, Trent rolled into the path of Robinson, who killed a nice in-swinging cross into Firmino, and he couldn't miss really, mate. It was right in front of goal. Put his two 0 up, which was lovely jubbly, and we went into the break two 0 up. So what was the first? It was it even or was it all you or what? Yeah. To be honest, it was a bit of both, mate. Chelsea offered a lot going forward, and what they tried to do is they tried to play the long ball, like diagonal passes in in behind the defence and put us a bit under pressure, which, which really, is pointless because like our defence is so strong. You have got Virgil Van Dijk, Matip, who are both six foot plus. Van Dijk can deal with everything that's put on his in his on his head, really, isn't it? Okay, all right, mate. <laughs> it's the negative here, <laughs> just because we've got a defence that can do that. You bought one for ninety million, you can't even looking at the ball. <laughs> Touche. Touche. So yeah, Van Dijk absolutely owned Abraham and obviously it was a massive task and challenge for him really obviously because he started off the season with seven goals in was it four matches? Yeah. Five matches? Yeah, five. So obviously it was an opportunity for him to prove himself against a bigger and better side and better opposition and he failed in the first half. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely failed. Um, So yeah, so then the second half kicked off and to be fair, we didn't really offer anything for the first 20 minutes. It was all Chelsea. They absolutely like bombarded us of chance after chance, chance after chance. Obviously, they scored. I don't know if you've seen Kante's goal, mate. No. <laughs> Honestly, such a good finish. He did me like a little darting run inside. Um, I think it was either Henderson or Fabinho cutting on the edge of the box. There's like six plays in front of him. He killed an absolutely wonderful outside of foot shot into the top corner. Left him, Adrian, with no chance. Um, and just before that, uh, Firmino had the opportunity to make it 3-0, which would have absolutely killed the game off. But Chelsea came back into it 2-1. And then it was just Chelsea, 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 oh, Chelsea. then, oh, yeah. Honestly, after that, we just put us such, under so much pressure. See, we switched what, off. This is what I mean about at least putting the effort in. 
Yeah, so like obviously like they had, they had loads of chances, but during them situations where you don't really see the team scoring, if that makes sense, they're like half. You were comfortable, chances. yeah. Yeah, comfortable, but not comfortable. Where we invite a lot of pre- pressure onto ourselves. Yeah. And in the Premier League, a two 0 lead is never a no. guaranteed victory. Is it so? As soon as they score, it's like squeaky bum time. So they had a, another opportunity, I think, after eighty minutes, where Mount again had a really easy chance, really. And just like skyrockets it over oh, the bar, which is a let off in itself. But then, as soon as the four minutes was announced, I actually quite relaxed because they offered so many opportunities in the second half and didn't score. I just really couldn't see into it. Thought you were going to weather it. Yes, and we did, and got the two-one victory, mate. Which meant that we were the first team to win our first six games in back-to-back seasons. <laughs> Another record in stat for you. More stats. More stats. It's More like, because your stats are absolutely stats. shit. Yeah, but we've got we're breaking records. Wait, what records are you breaking? Not one away game for nine months or something. Well, it's funny you say that. No, that was I think that Spurs is that. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you say that because Liverpool now have won the the last seven consecutive away matches, and in that same time, United and Spurs haven't won one. Well, there you go. And do you know why that is? Because you're shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and empty mate. Just to reflect on it, I, I didn't want to talk about it too much because you were such a down mood and we spoke so much about United. All Liverpool fans know that we're top of the league. Well, everyone we won, knows. We won six out of six, 18 points on the board. You're 10 points behind us. Just have another day at it. Thanks. And City are five points behind us. Kick me while I am down. All things are going well for us. on the floor. I'm happy as Larry. Face. So what more could you ask for, mate? I don't know. What more could you ask for? Seven out of seven. Mm. So, with that in mind, should we preview the up and coming games? Yes, let's do that. Who have you got then coming up? So, we've got on Wednesday night, it's the Caribou. Is that right? Oh, I, shit, I, yeah, I, I totally forgot about, about that. Cup, I don't know why. But really? It's, yeah, that's like so and, 15 um, years Yeah, ago. so midweek we've got the Rumbelows Cup. The Rumbelows Cup, the Worthington Cup. The milk cup. Milk cup. A cup that was sponsored by milk. That's like fucking that's full fat. So we've got um, MK Dons on Wednesday night um, in the Caribou Cup away, which yeah. inevitably I think will be the kids. It'll, yeah, it'll be the kids. We're a mixture of first team. So I'm not, like I say, it's another competition that I don't really want us to focus on. I'd be quite happy if we went out, to be honest. Mm. Have you got anybody in the... Yeah, we've got Rochdale at home, which obviously, again, will be the kids, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, what happens can't happens. do any worse, can you? Yeah. Um, and then the weekend, we've got Sheffield United away on Saturday for the first game at 12.30. Well, there's no fucking win then. Not necessarily, mate. Because mm, Sheffield United have been playing really well, I believe. They beat Everton, didn't they? <laughs> fucking hell, mate. I think even United could beat it, Everton. So I, I'm not going to count the chickens, I'm taking game at a time. Yeah. I just see what happens, so... It'd be a tough God. tie. You have media training, you. <laughs> Just take it each game at a time. Take it your stride, mate. N- never look forward to your next game, do you? <laughs> Captain. Yeah, Whereas you're looking behind. So, um, Who are you playing? So, on Mon- we're Monday Night Football this week. We have got Arsenal at home, which Sport Bible are, bu- are dubbing as El Sakiko. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually quite funny. Yeah. Well played. So, we usually... Good evening. <laughs> yeah. Good evening. Good evening. We need to. We. I'll say what I say every week. So we what? need. To, we need to win this one. We usually. We usually. <laughs> Where play, is it? Is it Old Trafford or is it? Then? It's Old Trafford. Yeah. yeah. We usually play well against Arsenal. We usually put in a good performance, but like I say, we usually win some football matches. So you know what I mean. Things just go out the window, don't they? When you when your heads are down. So. Um, is that on Monday night? Is it? Monday night football. Yeah. So it means we're going to get absolutely so get slated. Roasted on by Nevis. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, should we do predictions? Let's make some predictions, mate. So, our boys first. I'm going to go first. And I'm going to say 4-1. Yeah, something daft like that. Where no, is no, it? No, is I'm, it I'm going to take 4 No, it's away. No, it's away. I'm going to yeah. go for a 3-0. <laughs> I, I can't come on we've got to have a clean oh, sheet yeah. we've got to have a clean sheet again no, these boys. actually no I've been a bit overzealous there come with on. the 4-1 I'm, I'm, gonna, go, I'm, I'm gonna change that I'm gonna change that to three a 3 nil. Nil. comfortable 3-0 victory yeah I think you're gonna win can't even see Sheffield United scoring to be honest 3 nils probably bang on you can't, you can't have the same prediction as me sir 4-0 <laughs> 4-0 4-0 yeah the guy's a Liverpool fan no I'm not I just appreciate that you're playing really well at the minute so what more can I do if I'm trying to fucking win predictions I've got to put my pride aside put your heart in your sleeve and put my heart on my sleeve <laughs> and my fist up my ass <laughs> and a blindfold around my eyes and never watch United again go on um, mate so let's talk about your boys come on Monday night football the lights are on all pressure's on we need El Sakio El Sakio I believe Obviously, we need to win it, but I think we're going to probably either get beat or draw. See, I hate to predict a draw because I don't want it <laughs> so to be a draw, but I can't say a win and just keep getting my hopes up. You need to actually get some points in the ball, mate. One all. One all. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible result that would be. I mean, well, when it, times are bad, mate, anything's better than nothing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We need to pick up a point. We must strive last to get a season, point at home to our last, last season it was 2 2, the same fixture, and we scored really late on for Laney, I think it was. Do you want to know what my prediction is and you're not going to like it? It's 3 1 Arsenal? No. I'm going to say 1 0 United. Why would I not like that? Remember when Andre Arsh haven't scored 4 against you? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that 4 all draw I guess. Sick. Yeah, I'm going to go for actually a 1 0 victory to United, mate. Okay. I think it'd be a, quite a tight affair and I think Harry Maguire will score away with his massive <laughs> head in the 90th minute he needs to do something because even he's been shit last game he was shit he's, so end of the day he's only as good as what's in front of him behind him isn't he <laughs> it's all shit <laughs> no I don't agree with that I don't like I feel no, like no, if you're the marquee if you're the marquee signing and you're meant to be a dominant player you should be you should be the. we should be saying the team played really shit but Maguire was everywhere and putting tackles in and this and that, but you can't even say that. He's never played at Tiden. Think coming all so low. Yeah, but he's coming. He was the, he was a captain of Leicester last year and he's he's been an absolute beast for him, hasn't he, mm. over the last two, three seasons. Yeah. So he's been in the limelight week in, week out, pushing for a massive move. He's got that opportunity and he's not taking it by the fucking reins, is he? Like if Ali wants him to become captain, he needs Show to me up. something, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Show me something, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give you some positivity, mate, because hopefully we need to make all these fans listening engaged and yeah. not sad about how shit United are. So I'll, I want, I'm, I'm actually wanting United to win for you. But if you don't, I will be laughing. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, if we get beat, I'm deleting your number. <laughs> I'm deleting your podcast. Yeah, so there's our predictions. The predictions are well and truly in the bag. Still 1-0, so your own predictions, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Wow. and I will continue to strive to get more points on the board because neither of us have got anything correct in the last yeah. three weeks have we? God no so after that very morbid podcast from my point of view I think we're done aren't we? we are 100% done sir let's move on from yeah we'll, we'll bring obviously because it's the early stages of the League Cup we'll just bring you that in next week's podcast and just give it a mention instead of like doing a separate one like we do with Europe yeah so oh 
Oh, one thing that I am going to mention. Just about to wrap up. Just about to wrap up. Go on, mate. Just in case we don't get this out on Tuesday next week, I'm actually going to a Liverpool match against Salzburg in the Champions League. Okay. So, just in case I don't get out there, I will bring you some content and some live coverage. Oh, that's next Wednesday? Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Right, cool. So, just in case you don't get out there, there will be some stuff on Instagram for you to follow. Nice. And pay attention to Liverpool again winning at home. Awesome. Yeah, you probably will do. Right, okay, thanks everyone for listening as ever. We really, really do appreciate you listening to us and we love every single one of you. If you want to contact us, uh, if you agree with anything that we've been saying, if you want to wade in on the United debate, if you want to talk about anything or ask us anything really, we we love it when we hear from you. We've had a a couple of emails before. We are redsiderivals at gmail.com and our socials instagram and twitter is redside rivals and we are on facebook redside rivals social if you're listening to us on spotify or itunes can you leave us a five star review uh, that really really helps us out if you like us please leave us a, a five star review and also if you like it tell somebody about it tell someone to give us a listen it's really, really appreciated and it really helps us out. we like to say thank you to Will Rice for our musical theme at the start. That's it. <laughs> Until next week, sir. Yeah, so like we say, thanks for listening and we'll see you for game week seven next mm. week. Hopefully United will win to make this guy happy. Oh, please, please. <laughs> right, we'll see you next week, game week seven. ta See you later. <laughs>